Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith, joined by Derek Terry. Derek, how are you? Pretty busy, Sean. Uh, found time to get this podcast done here. We've been telling our listeners that we we're going to get that mailbag episode out, I think, since Monday. So it's Wednesday night. So I'm sure most people will either tune into this late or click on it. Um, on Thursday, but looks like we got a pretty loaded mailbag and uh, looking forward to answering some questions and talking some football. Mailbag Monday, mailbag Friday, mailbag Wednesday. It's all the same, right? Like we, yeah. we've talked about it. The mail runs Monday through Saturday, so you never know what day you're getting the mailbag, but you're definitely getting one. And we are, we promise we're going to do a basketball one too. We just had basketball media day today. It's that busy time of year, Derek, that we've been talking about on this podcast. So a lot of t- content coming your way. Uh, but you teased something on yesterday's episode about rankings and football rankings, and and that came out today, uh, right around the time I think we were doing everything at Basketball Media Day, or maybe right afterwards. And uh, now our listeners, if they if they haven't been active on Twitter, maybe you can tell them <laughs> what that tease was all about. Yeah, like you said, I said it yesterday. Uh, this narrative that UK commitments don't get any respect after they commit to UK. That took a hit today. Uh, 24-7 updated its rankings. It's the first re-rank since uh, the summer, I believe. Excuse me. Um, the big one, which is if you saw anything on it, the most common thing a fan was going to see is that uh, Keontae Goodwin, Kentucky's offensive line commit uh, out of – he's really from Louisville, but out of Charlestown, Indiana, um, went up from uh, – I think he was like number four. I don't remember. I think it's 55th in 24-7's rankings, but he's up to number 13 now, so that gives him a five-star ranking. And that jump put him uh, as a five-star composite, which is really, uh, you know, listeners, they can go by whatever they want, whichever rankings they like best. But the composite is really, for all intents and purposes, really the thing to pay attention to just because it averages all the websites, and that's kind of what we all use when evaluating uh, recruiting classes. So he's the first five-star they've had in the composite um really in the 24 7 era you have to go back to micah johnson and that was before uh 24 7 even existed i mean i think he signed with kentucky maybe five years or so before he was even in college uh but there were a few others tyrese uh fearbury and i, I want to say i've probably been calling him fearby on this podcast because i didn't even realize until i was trying to <laughs> add a tag on my story yesterday that he had an extra R in his name. So uh, my apologies to Mr. Tyrese Fearbury. Like Damian Collins. I mix, I mix that up all the time now too. He's got that I in there. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, got two I's in his name. Um, Yeah. Fearbury, he went from like number 196 to 138. (laughs) Excuse me. So he had a pretty big jump, a big jump, but the guy who made the biggest leap. And I I was actually just watching his mid season senior tape on Monday morning and thought it looked really good. Alex Afari who committed back in the spring right around the time that Travion Longmire did. I think he was in there right around a week or two with Travion. He went from unranked in the 24-7, top 24-7, to I think like number 216. So he's up to a composite four-star now. And uh, if you guys go to my Twitter, which you can follow me at Derek S. Terry, I posted a class calculator snippet earlier. Um, And, Sean, like they're at a spot. They realistically could sign – one five star and Keontae Goodwin and nine four stars. Yeah. Yeah. With that being a Mill Wagner, uh, you know, these guys aren't committed yet. Mill Wagner, Barry and Brown, Dan Key, who commits next Thursday, and then Deion Walker. Those are the four that I think they, you would say, they either lead for 
um, or at the very least, maybe just second. Um, you know, Dane next Thursday, it's at Frederick Douglass High School. You know, you haven't seen Krista Ball picks pour in for him to UK, but I, I think the thinking there is it's going to be Kentucky. Darian Brown was the one you've been driving all night, so I don't know if you've even seen this yet, but in the time probably that you left Lexington to uh, the time you got back home, uh, I think every single website's main recruiting guys put in a pick for Barry and Brown to UK. That's a, that's a huge deal. <laughs> yeah. sounds like it could happen anytime. Um, what does that, so, it, just a note on that. What does that do for your program? If you can get a guy like that from Alabama and, you know, a guy that Alabama wants Derek in, in a position yeah. of need right here where Kentucky's now showcasing a quarterback. Yeah. Well, if you, I don't want to give away too many, too much premium info today uh, just because it got posted a few hours ago. But uh, this is an example where having a guy like Wendell Robinson has already really paid off yeah. for UK because that's that's the model they're going after. And uh, they're selling him on kind of being the guy next year. And we'll see if that actually happens. You know, it's, it's asking a lot for a true freshman, but there's no doubt in my mind with the athlete that he is. I mean, he, he'll come in and, and play right away. Um, but you had Emil Wagner as well, if you can get him. And, and Emil actually took a slight drop in terms of the national rankings. He went from, I think, 73rd to like 116. But his rating didn't change. He, he stayed as a 94. So he's one of the ones that, you know, he didn't really plummet at all. And his rating stayed the same. So it's just that's more likely a case of 24-7, just like in some other guys a little bit more in front of him. But Deion Walker is the same deal. A couple nights ago, you know, he's a kid that is interesting because he's from Michigan. You more or less thought that Kentucky was going to stop recruiting Michigan whenever uh, Stephen Klingscale left. But Dion went to the same high school as DeAndre Square, and uh, he came down and visited for the Florida game. And, you know, that was a great environment to have kids here. And uh, some things have happened at Michigan with one of his close friends. I think he uh, – I think one of his close buddies might have gotten dropped from their commitment list or something happened. And uh, – you know, our our Midwest 24-7 reporter dropped his confidence in the Michigan crystal ball from like a six to a three and noted that Kentucky was really coming on. So those are four guys right there. If they added them, yeah, it's two, four, six, eight, nine, four stars to go with the five star. That would be the kind of recruiting class that you're looking for to take the next step and to capitalize on what's been a good season. Um, I'll have more thoughts on that. Let's let this play out a little bit more. Um, but yeah, we wanted to drop those recruiting notes here before we dug into the mailbag. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Well, you're you're talking about 
all these guys, Derek, and you're seeing Kentucky's success on the recruiting trail or right now starting to pay off and all the success that they're having this season. They're they're on national TV for three straight weeks, I believe, right? Was it – no, SEC Network was LSU, but they had national TV spot against South Carolina. They had one against Florida. They had one against Georgia. College game days there. Uh, they, they did all those things, and, and it's paying off for the program. You're, you can showcase your program better in a positive light when you're doing those things. And I just think that that's going to pay off at those positions of need, which are the skill positions, the wide receivers. Uh, I stand there today talking to someone uh, about Brown and about Dane Key. And if they can hit the portal and get some instant impact guys that already have that college experience, that is going to bode well for this team moving forward. They have a quarterback in Will Levis that me and you both believe has NFL tools, that if he ever really pieces it all together, yes, we think they're going to lose Wondell Robinson after this year. I think we both agree on that, given the season that he's having. You, you kind of got to take advantage of that, especially as small as he is too, Derek, that you don't want to come back and maybe risk an injury or something like that. So they're going to lose some guys. But what they've done is Wondell has kind of laid the foundation for future success for this program and future people to come in and say, look, if Wondell can go from a, a Nebraska school to a Kentucky and do that and emerge into an NFL draft pick at a position where Kentucky hasn't been good at producing those, that bodes well for your program and not only recruiting, but this transfer portal era that we've moved into now. I totally agree. I mean, what they needed was, and really you got to give credit to Wandell last year for kind of taking that leap of faith because now, at least for the guys that they're recruiting at this point, you have the concept to show and you have the stats from a guy like Wandell who, uh, I don't know if he's still leading the SEC in receiving yards or not. Maybe not after that, uh, you know, he had a lot of catches, third. but I think he's, he's on third. third. Well, he's going to stay, you know, near the top just because he gets so many receptions. So you you have at least something you can sell an elite recruit on in this offense, and uh, you know, I think I think that's going to be big in the transfer portal as well. Showing you know the the high school recruiting is a little different. You know, the, the narrative with Barry and Brown is you know he's kind of being sold on being the dude uh, coming in here, where I think with a but the college transfer, just just from hearing transfers talk over the years, like it's a much more – the things that they seem to look for out of high school changes once they actually get into a college program for a couple of years and then decide to leave. I mean, most of the time you're really going to see kids who want to go to to the right fit and someone that's going to be able to showcase them. I don't, I don't think they're as impressed as much by the bells and whistles as what a high school kid is. Um, but any, any kind of wide receiver recruiting they want to do in the portal, you know, you're probably going to be losing your top three receivers this year. So you can sell the playing time, but you can also sell, you know, what they want the offense to be. And I, and I sense somewhat some, I think probably some frustration on Liam Cohen's end that, you know, they don't have a whole lot to to work with that receiver outside of Wondell, especially with Ali uh, who's been out. And I mean, I think Josh is a, I think everyone who's listening to this podcast going way back, to our start. I mean, I mentioned wide receiver play last year as a, as a concern. Like, I think Josh Ali is a, is a fine player, but to be truthful, moving forward, you you want to recruit better players than that. You know, you want more guys like Wandell. And uh, this offseason, I think, is definitely going to be the start of that. I mean, if they if they are to get Barry and Brown in the, in the next few days and they are to get Danky next week, that's two top 250 guys. Um, yeah. at wide receiver to go with Dekel last year, to go with Chris Lewis. You know, Dekel might have been an instant guy this year. And yeah. Chauncey Magwood, yeah, who's already burned his red shirt. So, I mean, 
Chris Lewis was going to need some time, but you know, that's kind of a rehaul of your high school recruiting with, I would say up to potentially three wide receiver transfers. And and if you remember too, at at these positions and things, Derek, when this whole four, four game transfer, the four game red shirt rule came into play and everything, when, when we were talking about all that, you were at a, you were to a point where you're like, all right, you don't want to burn guys' red shirts unless you absolutely have to. And you know, Chauncey Magwood's a guy that he's not done much this year, but he's played a ton of snaps. He's he's played in every game, had to burn that year. You want to get your program to the point to where you don't have to burn those guys. That you want to have that depth, that quality depth at that position that Kentucky's had across the board at other positions. Hey, I'm bound to be right at some point. I keep saying that Chauncey Magwood's going to make a big play. He, I bet, I bet. Well, he's already burned his red shirt, so there's no, you know, they're not going to be holding him back at all. I, good things are going to happen for Chauncey Magwood down the uh, stretch, and I think today might be his birthday. Or maybe it was yesterday. I saw Wandell Robinson on Instagram wishing him a happy birthday. So, Sean, we promised a mailbag. You think we should get to it? So what we decided to do is since we talked so long in this one about recruiting, we're just running this as a bonus episode, but stay tuned. If you listen to this one, you will have the mailbag episode immediately available following it. So just make sure you find that one. If you got this one first, the mailbag episode is already up for you to listen to. So be sure to listen to both of these. He's Derek Terry. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time on Kentucky Daily.